If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Good afternoon, good evening, good day to all of the listeners out there. You're listening to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Hi, Noel. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah. yeah that's nice. Yeah. How about yourself? Oh, uh, you know, I'm hanging in there. Doing All my right. Thing. Getting ready to uh, get rich. Yeah. I'm always, <laughs> always ready to get rich, my friend. Good. Um, how's your week been? Uh, the week has been okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A little mixed, but uh, but we're here and we're we're smiling now. Um, you know, I have a story that I would like to say. Um, let me think about it for a minute. Okay. Okay. All you right. Can tell me um, the story if you like. So I am so happy to finally have a venue to say this. Um, <laughs> when when I moved from Chicago to New York, uh, you know, I had a couple people that took some time off work and. We're going to help me move up and had booked the truck like two months in advance, get everything packed up, go to get the truck and U-Haul, that is the company's name, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they didn't have my truck. They're like, oh no, we're out of trucks. Wow. Yeah. And so I was like, what? I am moving today to New York. What do you mean you don't have a freaking truck? They're like, no, no. And- I was I was beyond furious. So so they're like, "Well, I'll tell you what. Go away and come back at whatever time they said, 4:30 or something mm-hmm. say." So I'm like, "All right, fine." So I go, I'm just fuming. Come back at 4:30 or whatever they had said. Right. And it was they had closed before that. Wow. And they were in the freaking store. Wow. Uh and I was like, I was so angry. Mhm. Uh, yeah. So then we, I, I, I wasn't able to move on the day I was supposed to move. Right. So did you end up moving the next day? Or did I moved you have the to next really day. Really postponed yeah. for no, a no, while? no. It was just one day. Did they give you any kind of? Uh, nope. Really nothing. nothing. Uh, wow. Yeah. So I waited fifteen <laughs> years to have a, a podium where I could trash U-Haul. Uh huh. By name. Uh huh. <laughs> Fuck you, U-Haul. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. in the butt, yeah. Right, yeah, for real. Um, you know, you wouldn't have that problem, Noel, if you had hired movers. I would not. To do that. No, I would not. And uh, it's interesting that this story just magically came up today <laughs> because, surprise, surprise, it relates di- directly to our topic today, Noel, which is... Which is moving. That's and, right. And, and we have a guest today, don't yes, we? Yes, we have Mr. Sven Wexler, the owner and operator... Of Sven Moving. How's it going, Sven? It's good. It's good. Great to be here. That's an excellent name for your moving company, Sven. Yes. I'm a mini Donald Trump. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I name everything after myself. <laughs> are yeah. you going to have Sven Water and uh, Sven Steaks? We're getting there. I'm, I'm hoping to get a lot of ideas okay. during okay. the course of this show for my next venture. Yeah. Sven oh, does okay. have a, uh antique store in Williamsburg called uh-huh. uh, Sanford and Sven. For, for, three, <laughs> for three more days after this 
Oh, it's, it's only three more days until that? Yeah. I'm closing after this weekend. Okay. We're going to build a condo where I exist. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it like a, uh, a warehouse garage space? Uh, yeah, that... in the middle of North Williamsburg. Yeah. So okay. uh, yeah. I'm going the way of the dodo. Uh-huh. Yeah, he got yupped out. Yeah, that happens, boy. I tell you, that's New York. Yeah. I think we covered that in our real estate. Uh, we've covered that in a lot of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, the name is amazing, Sanford and Sven. You yeah, should... it was. Yeah, it was just... A revelation. I was driving out of the Bed-Stuy uh, Home Depot, uh-huh. and uh, I was buying uh, equipment. I was I built out also a music studio in the back of my place, Purple Piano Studios, another one of the businesses in the warehouse. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I started. I had a food truck called Eurotrash. There's a. I started uh-huh. like four businesses. Once it was like throwing stuff at the fan and seeing what <laughs> stuck. But I was so I was getting building supplies to like build out the music studio, and I drove out of Home Depot. In Bed-Stuy, and the street I hit was Sanford. That's the street that you drive out of that parking lot onto, and I just sort of, Sanford, Sanford, Sanford and Sons. Sanford and Sven. And it was just like, oh! Divine yeah. inspiration. <laughs> Divine inspiration, which is where all the great uh, names of anything come from, whether it be a... Uh, and also signs. There are plenty of bands that got their inspiration for their name from signs that they passed on the highway and things of that nature. But we're not talking about your multiple businesses today. No. Although we can bring them up because, yeah, sure. you know, the entrepreneurial spirit is alive and well with our Get Rich Quick uh, listeners. And, uh, you know, any information you can pass on along to them would be would be useful. We're here to talk about your moving business. Yeah. Now, how did you get started in your moving business? Um, I moved to New York from Chicago. Actually, full disclosure, Noel and I actually knew each other back in Chicago. We both performed at the same improv theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, Improv Olympic in in Chicago, and so actually, of all the people I know in New York, I've known no longer than anybody, including my wife. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I moved here to pursue stand up comedy. I'd I'd kind of left improv and was coming here to do that, and I, I was waiting tables, and it was like this doesn't make any sense. I I can't make money at night waiting tables and go perform. So mm-hmm. I went on Craigslist and just started picking up odd gigs and besides painting walls and whatever I could pick up, one of the things I picked up was helping some man with a van guy be his second man. And eventually he's like, you should just buy your own van, man. And, like, <laughs> and I was like, that's a... And for $500, I bought a like 1990 Dodge van on eBay. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where it all started. With yeah. Just me on Craigslist. Right, and now... Now I own three box trucks wow. and, and a Sprinter, like a Mercedes Sprinter van, mm-hmm. uh, those huge ones, and we're licensed and insured, and like you know, we're a full-on legit yeah. moving company. That's impressive. And you work mostly in, I mean, obviously New York, but is it mostly Williamsburg, Bushwick, that area? Not at all. No. Uh, no five boroughs. I mean, we try not to go to Staten Island, <laughs> just because it's Staten aren't, Island. Aren't we all trying not yeah. to go to Staten Island? <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, Manhattan and Brooklyn would be 75% of my business, and we do Queens, a lot of Astoria, but mm-hmm. you know, we're all over. And, I, and I'll go as far as Boston or D.C. as well. I do East Coast, you know. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, so uh, where are you from originally then, Sven? Um, I moved around a lot. I'm, I was born in Sweden. Uh, this is my, my grandfather's name is Sven. I, I figured from your accent. Yeah, yeah. Born in got thick, yeah. thick. The, that, my Midwest newscaster uh-huh. accents. <laughs> yeah, uh, so yeah, we moved around a lot. My dad was like in foreign service, government work, and then in 
banking and different stuff. So we we moved around a lot. And was was he American or was he Swedish? My dad is American. My okay. mom is Swedish, blonde-haired, mm-hmm. blue-eyed, cliche. Okay. And my dad's a Jew <laughs> from the Bronx. Oh, that's a nice combination. Yeah. That's every Jew's aspiration right there. Every yeah. Bronx Jew's aspiration <laughs> is the blonde, blue-eyed Swedish Pretty woman. sure he high-fived all his buddies from <laughs> high school when that, when that went down. But yeah, yeah, I, I moved around a lot. I lived largely in, in the Midwest, though. Mm-hmm. I'm mostly a Midwest by personality. And then a little bit of a hippie from Boulder, Colorado, where I went to school. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a given. That's a given. So you came here, you started off com- comedy, and then, so now at this point, is the moving is your is your gig. Yeah, right? that's the main gig. As I said, we're closing down the other businesses mm-hmm. just by virtue of me losing uh, my building in Williamsburg just because they're going to build another condo because Williamsburg needs another condo right it before really they does. shut down the L train uh-huh. and everybody gets trapped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm just going to move my moving company. We're going to be based up in Greenpoint across from the sewage plant. To, okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you've seen the sewage plant in Greenpoint. I have not it's seen beautiful. it. Beautiful. It was. Is it really? Oh, it's. They had hired like some famous architect. I don't know his name right now, but they do tours. It's like an architectural, really? architectural like phenomenon. That's absurd. Does it have? Is it one of those ones that has like the park on top of it kind of deals? There's the one uptown in Manhattan that they built a park on top. Oh, of really? It. It's, it's a sewage processing plant, and uh, it's a it's a weird catch twenty two because there's this beautiful public park sitting right on the roof of it. You just walk right up on it, and you're looking over the river and the whole nine yards, but it smells like sewage. Yeah. Now, this this one, I don't know if they have a park. I haven't done the tour uh-huh. yet. I do want to do the tour, and maybe when I move my business like pretty much across the street from right. it, I'll, I'll go over and, and take a tour. I did want to mention earlier about U-Haul. Never use U-Haul. Oh, they're the worst. Oh, just never. If you're going to rent a truck, like if you don't want to hire spend moving for your job just never go u-haul go penske go budget go one of the local cc rentals in in manhattan is good but the reason u-haul charges these fake low prices that they charge is they book to the gills yeah Mm -hmm. and the second somebody doesn't return with a truck somebody else is screwed yeah all the time that's just how they do it that's how they make their bottom dollar like so, they book really tight, and the second anybody throws a minor wrench into their system, it's gone. You're out of a truck. Yeah. Well, you know, I w- I did try to see if I could get another truck, and uh, I speaking to this one guy, and he's like, I don't have anything, but he told me they triple book everything. Everything is triple booked, and I guess maybe they get that many cancels, but on a day when you don't, oh yeah, you know, right. I, I flew to Buffalo. I flew to Buffalo once to do a moving job where I was going to help a family move from Buffalo down to New York. Mm-hmm. And this was early, you know, when I didn't own any trucks. And uh, I was I booked a, a U-Haul. And I landed in Buffalo, went to the U-Haul place, and your situation. Yeah. We don't have your truck. I'm in the middle of Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, I called every other rental place in town. There had been, like, some huge storm or something. No, no, There was no trucks. I, I had to call this family and tell them I could not move them at all like they were screaming at me on the phone i'm like sure they were you know obviously upset i'm like there's nothing i can do like you know and then i had to get on a greyhound from buffalo back to new york city that's a nightmare your head in your hands (laughs) (laughs) buffalo's i don't know if you've been to buffalo it's it's not a it's it's the detroit of new york yeah Mm -hmm. it's not doing great like that was the worst they literally had to pull over the bus on the way back so the cops could arrest somebody off our bus. It was a bad trip. <laughs> and my point being, don't ever use U-Haul yeah. unless it's your 
up against a wall. Yeah, well, never again. Never nope. again, man. Ugh. I, I spent a week and a half in Buffalo in February working on a film. They needed, uh, they needed snow. I was a location manager, and I knew nothing about Buffalo, but I had been on this film for the entire run of it, and uh, they brought me up to Buffalo, and uh, they just needed a scene. It was, the scene was just a field full of snow. We went and scouted all these fields. We brought everyone up there. We set up all our, our equipment. It was, for the first three nights of shooting, it was 10 below zero. There was, there had just been a snowstorm, the third one in like three weeks. There was, in this field, there was, honest to God, seven feet of snow. Where like you'd walk in it and you would take a step in and you would just sink down to yeah. your waist and be like, oh my God, I don't know how to get out of here. And the next day, after day three, and we were supposed to do this big shot at night, the temperature spiked up to 55 degrees, pouring rain came in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All the snow disappeared. Yeah. And we were just stuck in Buffalo. We were driving around, just shoveling up like little bits of snow and ice that hadn't disappeared yet and putting them in the back of a pickup truck and just bringing it out to this field and shoveling it, figuring out how small we could make the shot. Yeah. That was my one experience in Buffalo for a week and a half, and it was horrible. Yeah. But you know what? Having gone to high school in Toronto, uh, you get Buffalo TV and their news. Everyone, it's just like an open joke in Toronto that, Every single day, there's just a giant house fire in Buffalo. It's like all their news is is house fires. But it's probably just people just setting their own house on fire because they're freezing to fucking death. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm sure superfan Sven knows this, but in case any of our <laughs> listeners, this is their first time or anything, what we do is we take a topic and we... We make schemes to get rich quick with that topic, um, and we do nothing. You do all the work. You get 90% of the money. You tithe us. You give us 10%. Uh, so I guess we'll get going with that. Do you have anything to start out with, Josh? Uh, I have one thing today, Noah. Okay. Um, and I think it's a pretty good one. It may be uh, the one that finishes it all off. Oh, okay, this might um, be a short show, guys. Yeah, it may, be, it may be a short show. I mean, Sven just may be like, oh, yeah, I'm taking that idea, yeah, and get we'll him, get up 10%, and, and we'll, we'll get out of here. So I was looking. You know, things are winding down in the Middle East. Yeah. I don't know if you all are aware of that, but there's a lot of soldiers coming home. Uh, and a lot of those soldiers coming home are pilots, particularly helicopter pilots. Okay. Um, and there are a lot of helicopter pilots in this country. In this country alone, there are over 35,000 helicopter pilots. There aren't that many helicopter pilot jobs out there. And I was thinking to myself, why hasn't anyone decided to do a helicopter moving company? <laughs> There are these transport, utility transport helicopters. The, the perfect example that everyone may know has seen in just about every uh, war movie ever made uh, about Vietnam and, and on. The Chinook helicopter, yeah. which is a particularly large helicopter, two-rotor helicopter, is a monster. It's a beast. It can travel at about 200 miles an hour. Uh, it can travel approximately 400 miles on one tank of gas. And uh, it can hold either inside or with grapples underneath up to 23,000 pounds. Um, now, I was saying, well, that seems like it's a pricey thing. You know, a helicopter pilot must make a lot of money. 
you'd be surprised how little a helicopter pilot makes. Really? Yep. If you are a pilot, and uh, salary for pilots with 500 hours flight time in their, in their, under their belt ranges between 33 and $45 an hour. Now, I figure if you're paying guys to go cross-country, mm-hmm. if you're doing cross-country moving, right, and even if you're paying a group of four guys to sit in a truck and drive cross-country $15 an hour or even $10 an hour, if you're cutting that time by two-thirds and you just have two pilots hauling this thing cross-country, and you could also... Tack on, I'll just throw this on. You can bring the family along too <laughs> because there's plenty of room in a Chinook for lots of people in there as well. I mean, what is the average with, with so with your experience moving, right? An average New York City one bedroom apartment, weight wise, would you say like one 16 foot cube van? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my trucks are 18 feet, okay, 20 foot box max but yeah most single bedroom apartments is going to fit into a 16 foot right and so so and the max weight on a 16 foot cube van is and you need to know these things i i (laughs) i just lift and carry i don't i don't wait i'm not i actually don't like get weighed out well i'm going to tell you it's approximately six thousand pounds okay so that's three tons all right with a chinook you're looking already you could move several homes you could move the entire home possibly okay literally lift it off its moors and carry it across the country now there are smaller utility uh helicopters that are the size of uh, uh slightly bigger than the standard utility hel- u- standard helicopters that you see taking off that are carrying four or five people. Not much bigger than that. So they don't need a lot of space. They go straight up. The beauty of it is if you're uh, using one of those and can carry the weight of a standard 16, 18-foot cube van, um, if you're using one of those, you can actually land right. I mean, just bring it, plop it right down on the front lawn of the new house. If they're moving to an apartment building, land on the roof. Yeah. Right? You have a couple guys who are already living in the city that are helping to unload. Um, I just can't imagine what the certificate of insurance for a job like that's going to be. Okay. That <laughs> stuff you have to figure out as the mover? You're, the, we, we, We're going to want a really high minimum. <coughs> We're big picture guys here. Okay. Yeah. We're big picture guys here. <laughs> um, you know, you can work that out. You can figure that out. It's a, it would be a, a total one of a kind kind of situation oh yeah it'd be a power move you move uh-huh. into a neighborhood like that people are like don't mess with that guy that's right he brought he moved everything with a chopper yeah what the what they just hovered next to the apartment <laughs> building and handed things in the window that's right that's even better <laughs> you could it would save the climbing you could just hover right at the window and just hand them right out yeah that's amazing i didn't even think about that one Noel. the ease of use the speed i think it's particularly if if you are doing sort of if you're just keeping it northeast, for instance, I mean, yeah, okay, going to L.A. with a with a chopper, you're looking at about seven refuels. You're looking about a total of fourteen hours. That's not nothing. You know what I mean? That's a, that's an intense day and a half of flying it. But if you're going to Boston, if you're going to D.C., that's two three hours, no traffic, right? You've just saved all this time. This move has just been cut down drastically. Yeah. You can drop off Amazon packages on the way. There you go. Just push them right out with the with the uh, the parachutes on them. Yeah. Through every... I mean, 
All I'm saying is, I think you need to talk to what's his name, Jeff Bezos, or yeah, is that the yeah, yeah, Amazon Jeffrey, guy? Uh huh, that's the Amazon guy. Yeah, well, he's. I mean, this it seems like this could be you know kind of one of the yeah. You could mesh or what's the business word where these uh, mesh? I like yeah. mesh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I, we would do business meshing. Yeah, <laughs> that's a new thing that we've created here is business meshing. So this is something that I'm giving to you. Uh, How much is a Chinook helicopter? Okay, so that you get into... <laughs> what kind of fuel does it take? <laughs> it takes it takes airplane fuel. Okay. Um, uh, or helicopter fuel. I'm assuming that's come down in price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. our gas. All, oh, yeah. all, all fuels cheap. have come down in price. <laughs> okay, so Chinook uh-huh. is a little on the expensive side. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, maybe a new one, which I don't think you should buy new. No. I'm sure there's plenty of surplus. Vintage. Yeah, they've got extra Chinooks. <laughs> yeah, all over the place. Um, you know, brand new will run you roughly twelve, fourteen million dollars. But uh, on a layaway plan, maybe. Yeah. Oh. You can figure something out. There's always payment plans. Maybe U-Haul uh rents Chinooks. <laughs> They'll triple book them. Yeah. But it won't matter. They can do multiple moves. I mean, that's the thing. You can do with twenty two thousand eight hundred pounds. And we're talking this is a Chinook. You can get like for instance, the smaller one that I said is is more along the lines of a sixteen, eighteen foot cube. Uh, uh, four and a half million dollars, brand new. Okay, brand new. I think you're. I think we need to step up the s- sex appeal, and I think I would go with an Apache. Like, <laughs> let's go with let's go with a uh, chopper that just really uh-huh. makes a statement. It looks uh-huh. kind of like a big fat elephant flying through the air. Right. I want an Apache. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you on the Apache. I don't know if you can carry as much stuff with the Apache. Still, you'll, you'll you get as, a- you'll get really far. And whatever you don't carry, you can just blow up in midair. Yeah. <laughs> you can just <laughs> shoot the shit out of it. And if other moving companies are like, you know, the competition, you can destroy them. You can <laughs> exactly. literally destroy the competition. Why don't you have the, so this is the thought, okay? Because this clearly, now that it's out on the, uh, on the internet, this idea, this is going to take off. I can't oh, yeah. believe you guys just so, give this stuff away. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> we give it away. Uh, you know, we, like I said, we, we said at the top of the show, we do expect 10% tithe. Uh, on all profits, but you know that's fine. I mean, the amount of money you can make off of this ten percent is like nothing. It's gone. You know what I mean? That's what you're going to spend in Vegas. Yeah, I, you know, I figured out. I think why we haven't gotten any of our ten percent yet. <laughs> it's people are making so much money that they're setting up tax shelters. Oh, right. So they got to get all that paperwork right. done, and then it's just going <clears> to <throat> checks from Bermuda, from well, Cayman Islands. Yeah, I mean, I've sort of set in my head. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm giving it a year and a half before we start seeing checks roll in from the first oh, show. Okay, from the first show, a year and a half. We've been doing this a little over six months now. Yeah, um, but I feel it just you know, even getting rich quickly takes some time. I expected a check like the day after we were not even before it was released, <laughs> but the day after we recorded our first show, which I was about a week money. before we actually put it out yeah. there. That's interesting. You just is that that idea, the mantra of just put it out in the in, in exactly. the ether and it will come back to you. Yeah. If it's okay guys, I'm gonna go ahead and pay off my Chinook loan first. Oh I yeah. mean I assume I can pay off the Chinook loan before I start sending you your ten percent. Um yeah, you just need to keep a uh you need yeah, you, you uh, we never really established whether it's uh ten percent once they make their first dollar off of our idea, or after? Yeah, I mean, after they is it after I'm, I'm in the in the black? That's when you guys get you start getting your your cut, right? Well, we'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> no, we, we really, I, Noel and I are kind of stumped by that one. Well, we never, and most of our ideas don't have a four million dollar uh, 
<coughs> lead into. That's true. But I feel like you can get them cheaper out there. Yeah. I feel like there are uh, 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 areas in... in, in the, or I should say other countries that may have... Those Russian. Those, the, the Russians have that giant helicopter. The, it's like a Sagoyas well, or I forget what the, it's called. The world's biggest utility transport. That is, that's, so, that's like three times bigger than the Chinook. Okay. And, you know, yeah, rubles. Russia's desperate for money right now. And it's now. Russian, so you know it's a dependable mach- piece of machinery. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those yeah, yeah. Russian air technology never falls out mm-hmm. of the sky. Well, we, the, the, the smaller one, which I think maybe is a good or better start for you, and then you can, you know, work your way up. I don't want to overwhelm you with the dealing with a Chinook or this uh, whatever the the Mia twenty nine or that Russian one is is uh, a the smaller one is actually uh, you can buy in India, and you know I imagine you can find someone who'll sell it to you pretty cheaply. Sure, probably for a million dollars or so. You know, we had a lot of when I was a kid, and if you kicked the bumper, the headlights would go on. So. <laughs> <laughs> by, by Russian. You had a Lada in Canada? Yeah. They were selling Ladas? Yeah. Wow. We had one. We got rid of it because it stunk. Because it's a Lada. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, th- th- that's good, Josh. Uh, I have an idea for you that zero money down, none of this $4 million uh, investment. Oh, look Although at him trying, I, to, I, trying to poo-poo my idea, which we all know is going to make <laughs> you so rich. It's not even funny. But go on. It, it would. It would. Uh, continue. Okay, so put it this way. Use this money to buy the helicopter. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so I'm sure everyone with a television or a newspaper or anything knows that uh, there's about, at this point, a 50-50% chance that Donald Trump is going to Become our next president. Wait, what was that percentage used? What was that? I said 50-50. Wow. Well, because it's going to be him and someone else possibly It's going to be him and someone it. else. Okay. That's, what his, uh, wanna, that's, uh, a, that's how he's working his statistical right. analysis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I won't derail this conversation by... Okay. <laughs> but Fine. anyway, but proceed. It, put it this way. A lot more chance than there was a year ago. Uh, <laughs> so if that does happen, um, a lot of people are going to want to move to Canada. Uh, so I went through and researched everything you need to know to move people in mass from the USA to Canada. Human in, beings. In mass. Just a side note, I actually did, I used to move people to Canada. Oh. Like when I was like starting out my business, I didn't know any better how risky that was. Uh-huh. I would, my, when I was man with a vanning it, I oh. moved a lot of people to Montreal. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what is risky about it? Is there banditos on the roads like Mexico? <laughs> yeah. <or> yeah. <laughs> it just was totally illegal. I was ignoring oh. all like... Department of Transportation rules. I was just pretending it was my buddy, and I, gotcha. I, I didn't look in the boxes that uh-huh. they. I, I could have been smuggling heroin to Canada. I had I gotcha. no idea what was in the van. Uh-huh. It, was, uh-huh. it was dumb, but okay. Uh, well, so these are the rules you should have followed. Okay. Uh, uh, so, um, if you're going to move a family, let's just say a family, um, you in the truck need to have multiple copies of their, even though they're not with you. Their passports, marriage certificates, visas, letters of employment, uh, their kids' vaccination records, and uh, a form called a B-4, which is an inventory of everything on the truck. Um, They need to have paid taxes over anything bought within the last few years over $10,000. 
with an exemption of wedding presents. That's a good one. You pull that out on people, and the, you save them a bunch of cash, and they'll be like, dude, next time we move to Canada, we're calling you again. They have to pay taxes <laughs> on stuff over 10000 bucks that they bought in the United States. Yeah. Even several years before they decided they were moving to Canada, they have to pay Canadian taxes on it. Yeah. Fucking commies. Yeah, that's right. That's why it's such a great country. <laughs> um, uh, what else we got here? It, you don't. I would advise against taking any liquor, but if they have like a wine collection or something like that, uh, if you're going to Ontario, you got to contact the LCBO, which is the Liquor License Control Board or whatever. Pay duties and taxes and in advance on all that booze. I'm already. I'm, st- I'm leaning towards the Chinook idea at this point. <laughs> all right, this, this boom. Sounds, this sounds, a lot of money in this. this. A lot of people are going to want to get out. Uh, <laughs> guns, don't bring them. Canada. Don't bring guns to right? Canada. Well, especially don't bring semi-automatic oh, uh, semi-automatic wep- automatic weapons, automatic weapons, combat shotguns, assault rifles, carbines, explosives. Carbines. Yep. But I really, uh, if you're going to move to Canada, embrace the Canadian that you're going to become and get rid of your guns. <laughs> I'm going to say this about Canada. I imagine that our show is very popular over there, but no one's getting rich of our ideas in Canada. Sure. Well, well they're being taxed. Of course they are. Yeah. Much. They no. can't, you, know. you know what? As someone who used to live in Canada, I pay as much tax here pretty much as I did there, and I actually got stuff for my taxes there. Yeah, but once you're a millionaire, yeah. you pay no taxes here. Yeah, that's and true. you pay a lot of <laughs> that taxes is true. there. That is true. So start getting rich in Canada, and then once you hit <laughs> a certain threshold, come back here. Come back to New York, uh, America. So uh, the other thing you need to know is as a truck driver going up there, you need to go. You can't go straight to the house. You need to go to a Canadian customs facility closest to the city that they're moving. uh, And the owners need to meet there, fill out a bunch of paperwork before they can get any of their stuff. Um, So if you were going to London, Ontario, which is where I grew up, uh, there's a place called the London Suffrage Warehouse at 2724 Roxborough Road. You might want to write that down. <laughs> um, wait, I'm, I can't find a pen. Oh, uh, I'll just remember. I, I I'll, just remember. I'll, I'll just forward this to you later. <laughs> okay. Um, and make sure everyone in your car has got valid U.S. passports, no legal problems, owe no alimony or child support, and oh have no DUIs because they're big on that in Canada. Oh, yeah, the DUI thing. I know that. They're big on that in the, Canada. The, you, you're not allowed in the country driving in if you have a DUI. Yeah. Like so they'll just turn you back at the border. Yeah. And yet it's a country that's so full of so many alcoholics. It's really kind of amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, going back to your uh, 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 youthful indifference to rules and regulations and laws, when you first started this in your trip up to Canada, of that list that he's rattled off, which I have a feeling he's not even done with yet. But he needs to take God, a sip God, of water. I, I hope I'm he's, done. <laughs> you're done. Yeah. I thought he was going to start naming like T120 forms. And <laughs> how many of those things did you actually do? Oh, none of them. <laughs> no, none of them. It was like me in a beat up Dodge van, just going like, "Yeah, this is my buddy's stuff, man." <laughs> And just kind of going through the board. I, it still boggles my mind that they didn't, like, search me more. Uh-huh. I didn't know what was in those boxes. I mean, I might have moved some of those things. It's, it's like, Canada. You yeah. show up and it's all boxed up. <laughs> I mean, I might have been smuggling Vermont maple syrup, which is probably a bigger crime than any of those things you listed. Yeah. There's a whole maple syrup war going yeah, there on is. between yeah. our countries. But Really? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Canada's got great syrup. That's not... That's <laughs> <laughs> and the first shot of the war was fired right here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um 
Uh, I think it'll probably be worse. They'll probably be much worse if the border wants Trump's in uh, power because he's going to try to force them to build the wall along the Canadian border because I believe Canada is going to pay for that wall. Mexico is going to pay for the southern wall. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and China's a gimme because they already have a wall. They have a wall. Well, it's <laughs> mostly built. It was never really finished that wall. That's true. Which I think should stand as an example of how even with slave labor, you can't finish <laughs> the fucking wall. <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, that's another that's another show or another. Well, it goes back to the helicopter idea. I mean, nothing like a helicopter to get past a wall when you're moving somebody. Well, that's perfect. Think of think international. Yeah. Mm-hmm. International. I mean, you can wrap up North America, Central America, South America. You can move people to Canada in a quarter of the time. Yeah. And and after that wall's built, just, you know, move Mexicans up. That well. <laughs> so so here comes another thought. Okay, as a man with Van, as a moving man, Sven moving, where does the idea of possibly becoming a coyote, as they're known down south? You want me to smuggle illegal immigrants in my vehicles? I I don't want you to do that. This is not, I'm just putting that out there. Does that ever cross your mind? It has not to this point. I mean, this is is kind of a fresh moment. Perspective. in, In my in, in my entre- entrepreneurial uh, mind, right. I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't know that the risk reward. I don't know what does it, what does it cost? What, what do people pay a coyote? To they, get pay, they pay a lot of money. I mean, I'm not going to name any names, but the guys that I used to work with in when I worked in restaurants uh, would pay depending on how far they were going from. The guys from Central America were paying like fifteen thousand dollars. Wow! To get shipped up from uh, to make from, eight dollars an from, hour. Yeah, yeah. How do you basically. pay that off? I don't know. You you don't, and they they worked their asses off. Um, but to you know, uh, fifteen thousand dollars from like Ecuador, uh, depending on where you are in Mexico, it's ten thousand, and it'll slide down the closer you get. I think it sort of ends at about five six grand if you're already in Tijuana. Yeah, but what, what we're talking about isn't about smuggling people from Central or, or Mex- Central America or Mexico. We're talking about the future of being a coyote is obviously smuggling people out of the United States into, into Mexico Canada. and right. into Canada. In, yeah. That's that's right. the business. And and I oh, and I was thinking that now that you have all of the information on what you need to do to move pe- move people and things into Canada, you're already ahead of the game here. Yeah. Um, and I can't imagine how much if if Trump were and this is all predicated on whether Trump becomes president oh, yeah, or not, sure, obviously. Sure. Not gonna um, would know. Right. But we're you know, we are we are this is kind of a, 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 a I don't know what it's called. Um it's a gamble to a certain degree, investing in this future, potential future. Um but uh uh I can't imagine. Like, wh- how much do you think you're going to be able to charge people to smuggle them out of this country? Uh, you probably a decent amount, you know. Yeah, I mean, these rich white people, yeah, who are going to be wanting to get out here are, are going to be willing to spend any amount of money as long as they can have all their yeah. stuff with them. They're like six duffel bags full of wasps, yeah, <laughs> in the back of my van, and just uh-huh. I think five, yeah, t- five to ten thousand dollars easily. Yeah. And the and if hopefully they haven't tightened up. And from my previous experience, no offense, no. The Canadian uh, border security was not, they, they didn't really, it wasn't that difficult. Oh, no, I imagine. I, I got I, lucky. I maybe. imagine I imagine they'll be a bit more stern. 
Oh, you mean uh, when 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 things change, when the attitudes between the countries change? Yeah, I I uh, mm. went to school in Ottawa, which was like a half hour from the border, and when I was in residence, I had this guy for a while as a roommate who was just a Yahoo, and he and his friends went over, uh, drove across the border to buy like smokes and booze, which were a lot cheaper in America, and uh, they were all very drunk, I guess, and. They decided they needed to have a reason that they were going across the border. <laughs> like a reason other than smokes Smoke. and booze. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, oh, actually, no, this was going into America. So there's, they said they were going to pick up their buddy, and they had my, my roommate and his residence in the trunk because I, I guess they figured they were really going to see if, wait a second, no, your buddy's in the car. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and they got caught. They got caught. So they got caught trying to smuggle somebody into the United States. Yeah, basically. and uh, the car was taken. They had a, a five thousand dollar fine. Uh, Probably weren't allowed to come back to the United States. For I a think long they were time. banned from the states for a while. Were they caught on the on the Canadian side? Was it Canadian? They were border caught patrol? going into America. Right, I understand. But were they? So you're. you're the U.S. The U.S. The U.S. Authorities. The U.S. authorities, yeah. right? Right. The Canadian authorities are like, see ya. Well, you don't go to the Canadian authorities until you cut them in Canada. Oh, you don't pass through both sides? No. In Mexico, you pass through both sides each way. Well, you, you I, I think you pay like a toll to the Canadians, <clears throat> and mm-hmm. then you go through customs to the Americans. Gotcha. And then the opposite going the other way. Uh, so, yeah. So, you know, about this time, uh, we have a subject that we give you crazy amounts of money with. Uh, but we also put in there another topic where you can get filthy rich. It only takes you two minutes. If you're waiting for a bus, if you're hiding in a trunk trying to cross a border, if you're uh, in a Chinook <laughs> going cross country. Nine, ten hours. Yeah. yeah. Nothing to do with yeah. headphones on. Play this for like a minute and uh, get rich. Come back later. Listen to the other rest of the episode and get more rich. So take it away. <laughs> The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Nobody likes me. Everybody hates me. Think I'll farm some worms and get rich. That's right. A worm farm is a pretty ideal small business. A pound of worms, about a thousand creepy crawlies, needs only a square foot of surface area. They live in bins that are easy to make at home, double their numbers in about 90 days, and all they need to eat are the food scraps from your kitchen. Budding wormpreneurs sell their worms as fishing bait, starter kits for other farmers, and their super poo is an organic soil additive that helps plants and vegetables grow up to four times their normal size. So, old McDonald, get some worms. E-I-E-I-O. Worm farming, no. Yeah. It's a lot of money in it. Thirty six to forty dollars a pound for the uh bait worms and starter kits. Okay. Uh that you can mail across the country. They are uh very easily transportable. Um and they are very hardy as long as you pack them in enough uh 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 styrofoam? Yeah. Okay. No, not styrofoam, uh soil and, and stuff to keep them warm and comfy. Um the poo, the scat, the uh what do they call it? Okay, they have a name for it. Okay. Like, you know, that's not poo. Um, castings. It's worm castings. It's an additive you add to soils 
a 24.7 quart bag, which is like the big bag of soil, you can sell for about $64. Okay. So there's a lot of money in worm poop, and it doesn't take up a lot of space. Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny at the end of it that it says, uh, so McDonald gets some worms. Mm -hmm. Because wasn't there that big thing, or was it just a rumor (laughs) that at some point McDonald's had worms in their burgers? I did not hear that. Oh, yeah, there was... It may that, have been a rumor, but was it was it that, like there was ground up worm meat in all the food. There should be worms would be the healthiest thing in a McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, it probably that would. would. That would be that would be that would them stepping up their game. Yeah, and uh, again, and just thinking in terms of the future and the dystopian society we are going to be living in eventually, worms and insects will be the protein of choice for most people in this world. Yeah, so you know, you start a worm farm now. You can start making your worm patties, uh, worm steaks, <clears throat> worm fillets. Yep. You can, you know, run the gamut of uh, worm of, fillets <laughs> <laughs> of 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 worm cuisine yeah. in preparation for uh, what will eventually be the number one use for worms, which is human food. Yeah. Uh, I'd also like to give credit. I've been asked now because we've used the uh, 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 to the uh, get rich quick players. Yeah, uh, which consists of Deborah Trochet, <laughs> <laughs> um, who we've now used three times, and apparently her agent told her she needs to start getting credit. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was Josh's wife uh, reading that. Yep. It was yep. wonderful, actually. I yeah. liked it. And the guitar was a good touch. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but it is a real story. That is a real, uh, uh, real. Nothing we do here is made up. No. In the tips. In no. the tips. No, the show's legit. <laughs> it's just, I can tell. You can Super tell, right? Legit. Yeah. yeah. I see. I see. Now, so this is the thing. You can take these ideas and you can take them as is, right? And just try to blow them up like that. But you're a smart guy. I see. We're just looking at you. We're having a little eye contact right now, as you said about. It's getting uncomfortable. Yeah, a <laughs> little bit. Um, but I see the machinations going on as you are sort of absorbing these ideas, digesting them, and seeing how you're going to put your Sven twist on them to make them a signature Sven the Mover uh, idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm at, I'm at delivering bundles of worms via helicopter to Canada at this point. Yeah. I'm so far ahead of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far ahead of you. <laughs> there you go. I mean, he's now, see, this is what I like to see. This is the kind of entrepreneurial creativity that I like to see uh, uh, happening with ideas from our show. Yeah. I feel, I feel like the word synergy should be used at some point. Synergy. Synergy. That's what you were looking for. That's before. the word we were yeah. looking for with, with Jeff uh, oh, Bezos, yeah. I think. Yeah, actually. the meshing. Synergy. The meshing. That's it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. No, you got anything else for, uh, for, sure for, do. for Sven here? Uh, so, you know, it's not just going to Canada, getting a helicopter that you need to make more money and moving. Uh, you need you need to actually move these things. So uh, what do you need? You need... You need to be stronger you need more energy uh and how do you do that other than like living well because we all know movers don't live very well uh so not not the people that own the movie no we're, we're all terrible terrible <laughs> smoking alcoholics <laughs> who do you think i get to do these jobs That's right yeah uh so um there, i found a site on the internet that uh had a lot of spells on things so if you want to (laughs) we're we're uh, going back here yeah we're going back right back to where we started uh and uh is this witchcraft yeah Uh witchcraft yeah yeah. spells so uh if you want to make a potion to give you energy this one i've got i i found a couple others because i thought this one was a little 
subject. Uh, so the potion of energy give you a lot of energy. All that's in it is Russian sugar and a glass of water. And the the way you make it, <laughs> according what is, to what is Russian? Sorry, just, what's Russian sugar? I don't is know. Is that just another word for crystal meth? I, it must be because there's nothing about <laughs> this that would give you energy. Because the the way you prep this is you put the Russian sugar in a glass of water and uh-huh. drink it. <laughs> That's what this website said wow. is their magic Wait. spell. Let's call the sugar what, high. Where that pen? Yeah, I can't. I can't write the. You can say, these, say these recipes so fast. I, I'll afford it on. So you, you have okay. to use the Russian sugar. You can't use good old American sugar. No Russian. Oh yeah. man, Ivan Drago sugar. You know, you can just go. Uh, I mean, the thing is, you can get Russian sugar here in America. Here in New York, even. sure, yeah, you just Brighton go out Beach. to Brighton Beach. Yeah, yeah. any of those shops there are going to carry Russian sugar. Yeah, so uh, you can do that. <clears throat> hey, baby, said, how about a little Russian sugar? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, there's uh, this one though sounds a little more legit. Okay, so <laughs> everyone knows you don't just send one mover; you send at least two, right? How many? How many people usually on a move? Two to three guys. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. So this is a uh, a spell for two people. Oh, okay. uh, it's a couple power spell, and it makes both people stronger. You need 10 pink candles, 12 purple candles, uh, and say that this is uh, Josh and Sven are the two people that we want to make stronger. Uh, we put the candles around them. We light them, and then both both you guys would both repeat uh, Josh, Sven, hey. Is better when both of us are together, hey. and you, and you repeat that over and over and over until a pink orb forms around you, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then when that happens, you both shout, Azeroth, Metreon, Zinthos, and then so that's the pink orb will explode and turn into a big pink blast, and you guys are uh, energied up. At this point, I think we're going to get kicked out of the apartment when the customer sees all this crap well, going on. They're going to be yeah. like, what the fuck? I'm I just wanted to, move to, I wanted to move to Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. And there's like Necromonicon is being read in my living room. Um, I'm thinking this is all going down. Uh, this is sort of pre-gaming it before the move actually begins. So in the offices of the moving company, uh-huh. I mean, I can't imagine what that what your moving company is going to look like after all these spells are being done, all the Russian sugar everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> two guys holding hands in a circle of pink and purple candles saying crazy shit while some other guy is pounding sugar water. Um, all before we get into a helicopter. before you get into a helicopter yeah. to move people with your power. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, and so I realize that, you know, that might be embarrassing. So <laughs> some of these things you might want to do ahead of time uh, and in a different location. So this spell in particular, uh, you do it on the night of a full moon. Uh, oh, how long does it last for? Uh, ever. Oh, and okay. Forever. It's a one-shot yeah, This is uh, a spell to become a werewolf because everyone knows that they're super strong. <laughs> um, so in... Under the light of a full moon, you say, by the light of the full moon and our piercing howls, we are further transformed into cunning beasts. From the circle of life up to the evolution of man, I shall be reawakened as one of the land. And you say that ten times under the light of a full moon. Uh, the side effects are headaches, stomach aches, sharper teeth, toothaches, changing eye color, bone muscle aches, nausea, but then stronger, faster, 
more agile. Exactly <clears throat> what you want in a mover. Yeah, but I mean, we move people with cats. Yeah, how's that going to work out? Well, see other dogs. If you're you're going to have problems if you are a werewolf and you're not fixed. Yeah, you're going to have problems with other dogs wanting to getting really aggressive. You Herschel. After he got snipped, yeah. Oh my God! If we see a dog that still's got it, that still has its balls, he goes fucking crazy. Really? Wants to this, kill is, it. Yeah. this is exactly the reason I have all my employees neutered and they start <laughs> working yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just universally. Yeah, it's one of the reasons that I think dogs go after male men because they're alpha males. Okay. Yeah, my moving company is basically the army from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Uh, the, the, who are those guys? What are they called? The Unsullied? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's... Okay, yeah. They're just a bunch of neutered guys who all they do is move. All they live, breathe, and think is move. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're extremely weak and sort of thin. <laughs> yeah. And sort of androgynous. Uh-huh. But, uh, but otherwise, you know, they get along great with customers. Sure. Thick head hair, but the rest of them is completely... You know, uh, I have something great for thin, <laughs> weak... Uh, androgynous. Androgynous movers. Um, uh-huh. Is move things with your mind. Telekinesis, right? So if you want to move things with your mind, this is how you learn how to do it. Uh, you start visualizing objects. And mm. you make them in extreme detail. So you've got the feel of it, the smell of it, the color of it. Uh, and then after you've got it all, you work up until you've got entire scenes. Uh, you meditate to learn how to make your mind 100% clear and focus. Uh, you need to open your mind and believe you can do it. Uh, you need to hold objects and realize and feel that you and the object are one in the same and feel your energy and the object's energy merge in and out of each other and then practice moving small things. Make Either, don't scales. start with a piano. Just, just don't, don't start with a piano. Just no, go to like, no, no, no. Yeah. a nickel. Go from a matchstick to a basketball to a piano. You might throw your brain out. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to do that. You um, need to work up to that. And yeah. it also says you should practice making energy balls, <laughs> which you just, you know, you cup your hands like you're holding a ball and you it's focus the, your energy. Is this the orange orb that explodes yeah. from earlier? I don't Well, uh, you could make it explode probably, yeah. <laughs> It's funny you say that. When I was a young man, mm-hmm. and by young I mean 9, 10, 11 years old, I used to try to manifest energy balls like that. Yeah. I never was able to do it. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because yeah. you didn't have good syrup. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, know what that means. Yeah. Good Canadian syrup. You, you oh, energy okay. Balls. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, and the last thing you need to do is once you're able to start moving things around and you want to move on to bigger things... You, in your mind, you have to be very clear because you, you've, you've already realized this energy system that ties all things together. So you have to what you're going to do is manipulate that system and you have to be very clear in your mind how that system is going to be manipulated before you do it. And then there you go. You can move. You could get a, a six year old girl to move a whole house. Um, I, I got to tell you that I, I, I honestly think it would be easier to raise four and a half million dollars to buy a helicopter than than uh, the amount of time. The amount of time he would have to spend practicing this. How? What's the time frame for this? Do they give any kind of time frame? No, no, not on this. I read. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow my takeaway from this is I'm just going to hire six year old girls to do all my moving jobs. Yeah, that's hey, not a bad 20, idea. Twenty six year old girls <clears throat> yeah. per job. I mean, that'll get some attention. It yeah. will. Could you imagine? They'd be like Stepford children just walking behind the truck, just moving, or just walking through the streets like a parade with floats of of Mattresses and dressers and, and armoires. Dress- right, exactly, just floating over their head. Yeah. It'll be like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day moving parade. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, being adorable is a great <clears throat> marketing 
uh, technique. Yeah, right? period. Sure. Just, you know. Do you have a mascot? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's 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 a guy with his the sleeves cut off his T-shirt and a cigarette hang a Paul Mall hanging out of his mouth. I, I'm pretty sure that's my mascot. All right. Uh, uh, so we we have to take a little break for a second, and uh, you know, I'm sure by now all our listeners have just wheelbarrows full of cla- cash that they're gonna hi- need to hire Sven to move. Uh, so what are you gonna do with that money? You got to do something with it. If you've made that money, let this be an inspiration to. Go out there and spend it. If you're on the couch, listen to this. Get this as inspiration to get off that couch. So, Josh, brought to you by from Radio Free Brooklyn. Take it away. Spend that money! <laughs> Donald Trump's lavish expenditures might not be as shocking as they are, if he could afford a better toupee. But he still manages to surprise us with a gross amount of dough. He outfitted his already $100 million personal jet with solid gold seatbelts, trimming, and buckles. The master bedroom received gold silk walls, and even Trump's shower, sink, and toilet got the gold treatment. So there you go. Just cover everything in gold. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd like to give Trump the gold treatment. <laughs> a nice golden shower, perhaps. Oh, boom, Noel. <laughs> boom, Noel. Um, he says that about every politician. Though. Yeah, yes, that's true. Kind of, that's Any, kind of anyone, no, anyone. It's Noel's go-to. <laughs> Bernie, Hillary. Uh-huh. He yeah. wants to piss on everybody. I've yeah. heard him say that about everyone he's met, actually. Yeah. He just sits in a corner. I'd love to give him a golden shower. <laughs> Love to give her a golden shout. That was a real sticking point with us early on when it was just the two of us down here. At some point during the show, he would try to give me a golden shower. Ugh. It just I was, oh, it was short, problematic. Short all your electronics out. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Exactly. Um, Noel, that was a, 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 a such a jam-packed show. It was. Full of ideas and conversation. Yeah. That uh, we've actually kind of made it to the end. Yeah, we have. Uh, so uh, I would like to mention at this point that... Uh, even though we're getting ridiculously wealthy with all these ideas, uh, the people that aren't getting wealthy are Radio Free Brooklyn. They are listener-supported, advertising-free. They do have a Patreon page, so if you'd like to support them, go to Patreon, take a look, give them a donation. You can give them a one-time donation, a reoccurring donation. You can give a buck, buck a month for a year. Uh, anything you can do helps. We don't see that money. Keeps service running, keeps the cats fed. Uh, if you do want to get in touch with us, though, to give us our 10%, you can reach us on Twitter at GRQJoshNoel. Uh, via email at GRQWithJoshAndNoel at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach us on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQJoshNoel. Uh, you can always listen to us on uh, iTunes. Yeah. And when you do so, feel free to subscribe. And, of course, of course, review, rate. Let us know what you think. Yeah. We We'd love to hear, hear from it. you. Um, so, uh, also at the end of every show, you, you know, our ideas are great, but don't take our word for it. We, we could just be spouting garbage out at you. We, we call the internet for the top tips for getting rich out there and we judge our schemes by them. So this week, Josh, where are our rules from? Our rules come from LinkedIn today, Noel. Oh, wow. Um, and this is, uh, actually an interview with... Hip hop royalty Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons rules for getting super rich. All right, that sounds uh, legitimate. Uh, so, brought to you by, by from Radio Free Brooklyn. What do we got? 
Number one, give your talents until they can't live without it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna just say yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, if if you're up in a helicopter, uh huh, you, you can't they, just turn they, that off yeah, every time. They can't live without your talents if you're flying a helicopter. Exactly, they're gonna die. Yeah, if you're not flying that chopper. Yeah. So yeah, I think number one, we give that a check. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, relentlessly pursue your goals without appearing needy. Yeah, sure, sure. Become a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Become a werewolf. So check that one off. Yeah. Two for two. Two for two. Um, number three, let go of res- let go of the results. Yeah, you get to this house or not, it doesn't matter. You get paid up front, mm-hmm. right? Uh, no results. Results are not necessary. Well, and and if you're moving people to Canada, you, you know you're usually your results in moving is usually like, I want to get to the house. I want to get to the house. I want to get to the house. You can't go to the house. You got to go to the uh, the customs. <laughs> Facility, yeah, 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 and uh, drop it off there. All the steps, all the steps, and uh, finally, get open. Oh, yeah, as we just discussed, you have to believe, you have to be open. If you're never going to want to move anything with your mind, so uh, we are five for five. Yes, we are. Yet again, a perfect hundred percent rating on our schemes. Uh, It's really become uncanny. We were a little. We were we were a little uh, you know early on the shows we weren't as uh, on the ball and sometimes we'd get you know three out of five four out of five not anymore even one we we got almost we we, we lost we, we lost yeah but food. since then we've really come on strong with all fa- uh, and and uh, yeah you're getting rich guys yeah so uh, Sven do you have anything to you'd like to plug or promote or tell people how to get in touch with you I just wanted to say that I don't really believe that anybody's on LinkedIn. I just, I, <laughs> uh, has anybody ever accepted a LinkedIn request from anybody ever? It's the whole thing's like a. I think it's a fraud. I don't think it exists. Okay, well there you go, Sven. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for those final words. Yeah. Um, and uh, you can find Sven at uh, SvenMoving dot com. All right, Moving dot com. If you are moving anywhere in the Northeast, it sounds like yeah, yeah except yeah. Buffalo. Yeah, we're staying away from Buffalo. Well, I mean, if you pay me enough, I'll go to Buffalo, (laughs) but it's going to be a lot. Whatever, whatever. That's for you and them to work out. It's not going to be that much with the Chinook. Um, And just think how quickly you'll get there. Um, So once again, for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place.